we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, who just looked at me very confused. Matthew, I'm so sorry. Your arm uh, is red, but it's because it was on the armrest for so long. For a second, I was like, oh, no, what did you do? But oh, God. You know how easily my skin bruises. Right. I just, I forgot in that moment. That's why I made that face. It's not even bruising. Your arm it's up just... As you were doing the intro, so I apologize. But <clears throat> well, how are you? I'm actually doing well. I don't sound great. I don't know what's happening. I don't have COVID. I've tested three times negative. Yeah. Uh, and like professional PCR rapid yeah, tests. Yeah, the full, full real uh, deal. The full, the full deal. And uh, I'm negative, but I have this weird congestion and uh, my voice sounds crazy, but we're here. I mean, I'm not going to sleep on Ultimate Girls Trip. When Ultimate Girls Trip is so freaking good, I can't skip a week. So of as long as you're not. okay sitting here with me, I mean... I mean, we hang out all the time. I, that's the thing is, I don't understand how this happens. Every time I'm sick, you're totally fine, and then every, every time you're sick, you're I'm doing totally backflips. Like, I feel I don't, like I think the universe is just like you guys both can never be sick. No, at it the is same the supreme. Time. It's the there can never be more than one supreme. At yeah, time. it's like what will the other one do if one <laughs> yeah. they're, they're both sick? Yeah. So I'm just Galang and you're Emma Roberts. Just oh my gosh! Thank you so much. I am. Madison Montgomery through and through. I wanted and to get I a black just cat. A long day's journey in tonight. <laughs> I want. There was a while when I wanted to get like a black cat and name it Madison after Madison Montgomery on American Horror Story Coven because I loved her so much. You're psychotic. Someone made a meme of me where I was like, "Surprise, bitch!" But you th- thought you'd seen the last of me and put my face onto <laughs> Emma. So unhinged. Madison is a. It's turning out to be a pretty evil name. If you think about it. Oh, oh, are we bringing this to Bravo? I love oh, that little yeah. transition. I mean, should we just, let's start. Okay, well, before we get into like the shows. Oh, wait, yeah, we have a couple We've got like things. news, right? Yeah, things have popped up a lot. I mean, God, God, thank God for our friends who send us things when we're truly to check the internet because a lot of stuff came up on Instagram this week. And I don't know anything. Like I'm so bad about being on Instagram. I really got to be better because I feel like all of the news is on. Bravo has a really great like information network on Instagram <laughs> going on. Truly. Um, which also helped us out for the whole um, Naomi page timeline, which we'll get to in a second. Yes. But, yes, yes. So yes, first yes. things first, we heard Summerhouse did a bunch of axes. Uh, Luke confirmed his. So evidently Andrea, um, Alex, Luke, and Ciara... They're well, either uh, is oh, to be determined. She's unknown. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, she's unknown. I have a feeling she's gonna she's gonna be there. Yes, she might be uh, like an Alex last season where she. Even pops though in. I love those boys, I mean Alex, we knew was not gonna come back. Um, I think that Luke and Andrea, this is a good time for them to to exit. Yeah, because everyone else had a really strong storyline and they didn't true yeah i agree you i know? would you know what i would love and i'm pitching this into the bravo verse and so i know someone somewhere's gonna hear it and I, it's it's gonna happen now because i said it and i'm just i'm <laughs> okay. full of okay. good ideas <laughs> um road trip show with luke and andrea on like either motorcycles or like an rv trip and they like go across america either like going to like national parks or like maybe it's like country city like city mouse country boy 
and like you know city mouse country mouse actually that would like, be great if, like what different if, cities well, like or what if you know luke took andrea to like you know nature and took him back home to whatever and then andrea oh, my took luke to Italy oh my gosh and they like lived it up together that would actually be really funny. oh that would be great they need yes but andrea, i need them to do like has, a buddy show be single it's kim and, it's like kim and courtney take, take miami, miami. 100%, yeah but that's what be i need. single they gotta you know because they both like <sighs> you know they both try to help each other find like the right girl because they're both ready to settle down and meet the right one even though andrea's with lexi and we wish yeah. them all the happiness in the world. That would be such a great plot point for the show for them. Well, maybe maybe Andrea's like a million love, and then Luke is still looking for love, and so that's the whole story. Okay, all right. We, I, they don't both have to be single. I, I, I do think that the two of them have. More There's to magic. Offer. There's chemistry There's magic there. there. Alex is fine. Okay, so that was that would that really got off. But on then a the tangent. other one that I want to mention is the other piece of news that came out was that the LA times yes uh decided this week to publish a scathing expose uh regarding uh Randall Emmett yeah and his very shady dealings and in Hollywood um we highly recommend you all go read the article it's very very well written it's uh, the 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 journalism on it is is quite good uh Lots of people, uh, both former assistants, former people who have invested with Randall and his production company, former girlfriends, former uh, wives, have all kind <laughs> of come forward and um, exposed him for the fraud, sh- the fraud, the scams, the shady wheelings and dealings he's done uh, financially with his movies and the inappropriate uh, sexual uh, favors he has forced out of women uh, in order for them to be in his movies. Uh it's not looking good for him, and I'm kind of glad because – not kind of glad. I'm thrilled because I love Lala, and I was uh, I'm mad at him when he hurt her, and this all just makes so much sense to me. Yeah, and just hearing the story, again, of her being, like, tackled by him when she tried – when she, like, took his phone, like, that's crazy. Like, you're caught, dude. What do you think you're going to yeah, do? like, that's the thing is, like, if – no, no matter what you do in that moment, you've lost because if she looks at your phone, she knows what's up. If you attack her for you your phone. You put your hands on her. Yeah. You, first of all, have abused her physically now. But also, there's something you're trying to hide. He's so gross. But He's very gross. Um, I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, I feel for Lala and for her Ugh. daughter because they're going to have to deal with a lot of, you know, bullshit from this. But... Um, I'm glad that he's being exposed. And I think that eventually they'll be better for it and it'll all be great. But yeah, so that was the crazy piece of news that I was thinking of. Is there anything more? Um, well. Oh, there is the, the you're going to bring up the Rena. Well, yeah, Lin- yeah, Rena and the ladies of Dubai are fighting, which I don't know. I don't know how this started. Maybe I missed something on Instagram, but, but yeah, I it's just. It's some random fight uh, between, uh, it's Lisa and Chanel versus Rena. Um, it doesn't really make any sense. Um, the only reason why I feel like I want to bring it up is because like, again, I'm, I'm still going to wait until I form a full opinion on Dubai and it's and how it's going to fare in the world of housewives. But so far I'm waiting for more and I'm waiting. I'm a little, you know, disappointed and I'm sorry, girls, like y'all got to earn your stripes before you start picking fights with people on social media that are in other franchises. You know what I'm saying? Like Salt Lake City came in so hot and like they earned the right to do whatever the hell they want. And they still didn't. You know what I mean? Like they, they came in smart. They bided their time. And now they're such a great franchise. Like only what? Two, totally. seasons, two three seasons in. Dubai, you got to play it smart. And coming after a veteran like Rinna, again, I don't know if she, what Rinna said or whatever, but like yeah, you're not there yet. Starting Twitter fights with other housewives, like we haven't gotten there yet. You got to earn your keep. 
Yeah, and I also feel like Rin is an easy target because everyone comes for Rinna. So everyone, it's like, and Rinna's like, and Rinna's it, also like, yeah, pff, like, here's a photo of me with RuPaul. Yeah, what am I gonna like? What are you gonna? He do? taught me reading is fundamental. Okay, Rinna, that's stupid. Okay, now let's get into the shows. I feel like we've done enough news. Um, if so there's more news, let's start with Southern we'll Charm so we can do this episode one and two sort of. Yes, uh, which wrap is up. part of the reason why we're doing this now on recording on Fridays for y'all on Saturday. Yes, happy Saturday, everybody. Happy Saturday. Um, but this is my first time because I remember last season was my first season kind of watching from top to bottom and you know you and Kelsey and Suze had all shown me uh, clips that were important to, to see before getting into that last season. So I'm pretty familiar with everybody but like I don't really know Naomi very well so to see her firsthand now and to see her on the show. Okay wait so I want to know your thoughts on Naomi if this is your first time just ever meeting her. Um. Because I didn't, I didn't realize that until just no, now. That I've you've never seen her you've before. You've never experienced Naomi. No, and Naomi. I only heard about Holy her Shemoli. and Craig. But like literally whispers. I really don't know the full extent of what oh happened. Oh my gosh, I love this. It's like an alien. So, <laughs> so, I mean, the first thing that we see about Naomi is what happened with her and her boyfriend. So I initially feel very sympathetic towards her because... okay. I just, ooh, it gave me the creeps. Like, uh, her having to move to New York to be with him and support him. And she, it, it feels like he was very ab- uh, psychologically kind of abusive. Like, kind of putting her down and putting keeping her in I, place. Yeah. And it just seems very icky. Yeah. Um, And for her to pick up, move, and then find out that he was cheating on her all along. Like, that, that sucks. So, I feel for her. Um, And I appreciate how it seems like she doesn't want, you know, there's, we're going to get into this a lot, this episode. But, like. Seems like everyone has something to say about Craig, his new life, and Craig and Naomi, Craig and Paige, whatever. But she is not like jumping up to like you know spread gossip about him or try to ruin his name or to you know say bad, yeah. say shit about him. And I appreciate that. I'm, she's like, yeah, we hung out and that's it. And like, I really have nothing more to say on it, and we're gonna move on. And so I appreciate that too. Um, I think though that she fucked up. I, again, I don't know really what happened with her and Craig. I only know what I've seen on these first two episodes, but it seems like she wasn't very supportive of Craig and what he wanted to do with his life. And she kind of put him down a little bit. And that's why they didn't really work out because she, you know, nitpicked and there were just, she was trying to just fix him. Yeah. And which I kind of get, but you know, years later now he's grown up. He's really successful. He's moving forward with his life. He's doing the thing that he always wanted to do with or without her, her approval. Yeah. And now he's got this great goal of Paige. And I think now she's like, Oh shit, what did I do? Why did I not stick it out with him? And I'm like, well girl, I mean, you fucked up. What are you going to do? So those are my initial thoughts. Okay. Okay. Well, so like my trajectory and like journey with Naomi is like, I've had a love hate relationship with Naomi because I do really enjoy her on the show. I think she, has always had like good intentions, but like with Craig, she was her worst self. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying Craig was his best self. Cause he was so lazy and unmo- un- unmotivated, but that turned her into kind of this like almost villain. And she was just, I mean, you saw it in some of the clips. I don't know if they, I mean, I, I think they did flashbacks of them together where she would just kind of like nag him and put him down. And I mean, she even does it <laughs> in the episode two where Chewing she was like, ice. she was like, you really shouldn't suck ice. Like that's a big turn off for people. And he's like, why do you care? Yeah, you're telling I the wrong the person. Like, like you're not with me. And like, yeah. this is like, this is why we're not together. Like, yeah, mind your I business. was like, Oh, she can't help herself. But I think it's just, she's so used to that relationship, but it is good to see her back. Um, I am a little bit nervous about this kind of like love triangle that's like semi forming between Naomi Page and Craig because 
and I love how we're just jumping into this. We're going to get to everyone else and all like the new cast members in a second. But, but this is like the core. This is the core. Of what I really want to talk about Naomi yeah. Yeah, and Craig because I think this was a big deal that she came back. Um, with, with, yeah. So I think when Craig and uh, Naomi hooked up in Vegas, it was like, okay, this might be something, whatever. I think the second time that they hooked up, uh, Naomi and Craig, she was like, okay, I think I've got him back. This is two times in a row. We're together. Like I'm, I'm more mature. I can see the beauty of Craig now, you know, I accept him for who he is and what he is mm-hmm. and I'm ready to move forward with this. Yeah. But then bing, bing, boom, right after that, Craig is like, uh, Paige, you're the one I want to be with. Like you, I want to be exclusive with you. And then Naomi finds out basically at Catherine's party mm-hmm. that Paige and Craig are exclusive and she basically has no shot with him anymore. Right. But at this point she is madly in love with him again. Yeah, like you can see it. You can completely tell how heartbroken she is anytime she sees him with Paige. But like the way she lights up when he's near, even when she was nagging him, she didn't want to leave. And he no. And and Craig is a nice guy, and he's not gonna like walk away like he said. He's like, what did he say? I, I'll always love all of my exes, which is a little problematic. But we'll yes. get to that. No, but I think he still has respect for her, and yes. I think that like they've. You know, he even said it when Madison's like, well, why are you two talking? He's like, well, she apologized and, like, we've moved on. Like, that's yeah. the difference. You two are still, you and Austin are still psychos yeah, well, who haven't, have, like, forgiven each other. Whatever. Like, put a pin in that. But still, there's a difference. And I just, I think it's so messed up that it just feels like every single person on this show, Austin, uh, Shep, Catherine, they're all miserable in their own lives. And they're yeah. all these entitled little rich bitch kids who grew up with tons of privilege and tons of access and life has come back around to tell them that they're not all that and that if you don't work hard in this life you're not gonna get anything and they've rested on their laurels and they really don't have a lot to say for themselves but Craig has worked his butt off Mm -hmm. he's worked really hard at himself his business is now thriving Paige is a wonderful girl that's now like working out with him he's actually being great with Paige and being honest with her and telling her about you know most of what's going on with him and I think they just can't stand to see Craig happy. And I think that's why we're seeing all of this crap from Shep and from Austin and from Catherine. This whole two episodes we watched, all they have to, like, they just, they really, you can tell they're searching for something to get yeah. Craig on. Especially Austin, which is so sad because they are best friends. And it's like, Austin, just because you are a fuck up and you can't get your life together doesn't mean you can bring Craig down with you. If yeah. anything, take a note from him. Maybe, like, start to man up and, like, be a better person and not be such a piece of crap. Yeah, it's really interesting because I think all of the men, specifically in this show, are stuck in this world that's changing. And we this is, Southern Charm has shown this so, fan, like, in such a fantastic way and has been really eye-opening. This kind of change of guard from old, you know, the old boys club old of, money. like, all, you know, all these rich white old men, you know, in the South kind of having control to, like, a lot of female, a lot of, you know, people of color kind of in charge. I mean, we've got... Leva, we've got Vanita, we've got like these women who are kind of like owning this town and like taking Charleston for themselves. I mean, Leva's even getting like her own Vanderpump Rules type show because she basically runs downtown That's Charleston. That's what I'm saying. Like all the people, so that like they're used, nervous. All the people that they used to make fun of and put yes. down and demean and like toss aside, they're not all rising to the top. But and the, they're like Austin and Shep and Catherine. The little I know about them, the one thing I do know is they haven't changed in 10 years. They're well, I mean, the, the chef and Catherine literally say that to each other. They're like, you are the same person. Like, we literally haven't emotionally or physically grown in the last also 18 years. It me out that Catherine is 30. 
Okay, I am older than her. Okay, well, that freaks me out. I'm Naomi's age. I'm I'm 29. I'm turning 30 this year. So I find it I find it weird that like the whole time you're watching these are our peers. Yeah, yeah. the whole time I was watching this show, I was like, I'm this. But honestly, I have to say, watching it, I've like Catherine's life mirrored my life. We were very (laughs) similar at the beginning of the show. Yes, but thank God, like we talk about a lot. You you got out of the. Winter Soldier life, yeah. and you now are living a good Bucky Barnes life. Yeah, um, Catherine could learn a lot from you. You know, uh, she really could. Um, <laughs> okay, I don't know a lot about Patricia, but I fucking love her. Oh, and okay, that's so good to hear. I I've don't know a lot about Michael, but I am already so sad that he got a stroke and he can't walk anymore. And thoughts on Whitney? Um, what a loser. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry. Well, what okay, a perfect. loser. But okay, all your takes are right. I'm sorry. He's such a stereotype. He He's the son of Patricia, right? Yes, and he, he's the one who created the show. He is such a stereotype of like the bachelor spoiled Southern kid whose mama is like the matriarch of the town who never, he never left Charleston. No. What a he, POS. No, uh, he's, <laughs> well, he like, like, he like splits his time between LA and Charleston. Like he's an LA boy too, which you'll see. He like plays guitar and stuff. It's, the worst i i but, can't i cannot but i love patricia yeah. and i michael sending you all the love in the world again what little i know about him i could see him bouncing back and like <sighs> walking with a walker or something in yeah but i don't want two. i don't want him working anymore see here's the thing michael no, i just want him to you know oh michael that broke my heart i truly was like my throat went to my stomach my tears started welling up in my eyes and i was like michael no not the stroke uh but <laughs> what take a fucking seat what are you doing <laughs> no michael not no the stroke. please no please stop. i need my vodka martini it, oh see, this is me being patricia it was so nice and then it went see it was such a nice like southern like um like a new orleans kind of whatever and then you switched into like Dude, trash full country <laughs> I, I, I just want to be a son of twang. I'm sorry. That's that's rude. I'm sorry. All of our listeners in the South. I'm sorry. All right. So, so should we, we shift over to the main event? Well, I want to talk about like newer characters or like kind of people coming in. Okay. Before we switch shift to the main event for episode one and then we can go to episode two. Um, so I just want to say that it looks like Lava and Vanita have been up to like full time regulars. Which I love. They're full time cast members. They were friends of last season. I think Lava was already a main cast member last season, but it looks like both she of them. She looks amazing. Yeah. She, She's I had a very fast glow up. She, I mean, she wasn't bad looking no, at looked, all she but beautiful. she just looks more like toy yes. and she's like got i mean it's probably because she's got literally like three work shows in the works at bravo right now yeah like, she's probably just busting her ass okay which i love to see um and then we've got olivia which is uh Chef. austin's new oh no taylor we've had forever that's oh, girlfriend. sorry i'm sorry yeah. they're, they're all blonde and the john same. pringle's back too which we knew it was gonna happen yes, we love john no, pringle sorry yes austin and olivia austin together. yeah olivia's this uh brand new charleston girl girlfriend. yeah Lived in LA, came back because of the pandemic. I like her. She seems like the, like an LA girl. She's just kind of like she just is that every I don't know. She just it, there's nothing special for me about her. Um, but she is getting her nose in some business she shouldn't. But well, speaking of which, um, Madison, I've said this before. She is horrifying like she has blood in her eyes at all times like she's literally looking like whose throat can i slit she is so scary i i'm terrified of her like i'm i don't like that's the one thing about austin that i'll give to him is like i would be afraid of her as well she bloodthirst 
written all over her face. She can never be chill. I'm always, she's always at a 10. It's always, I would be terrified to be around her at any moment. Her eyes, man. It's freaking me out. But yeah. Uh, But then I also, at times I do love her because she like talks and she like brings these boys down to their place. I don't know. There's, again, I have a love-hate relationship with Madison because like. No, I get it. She's great TV. She's great TV. Ugh. But yeah. So the main event was Catherine's 30th birthday and essentially she was so like, like Catherine's birthday. And then in episode two was like Craig's or uh, yeah, Craig's party. Yes. So at Kath- Catherine basically is like, this is the party I'm going to invite everyone to because I know that Craig and Naomi are hooking up, but I know that Craig and Pedro are official. So we're going to invite Naomi, but this is also going to be my olive branch to Naomi and Vanita because those two don't like me after last season. Cause they think I'm a racist, which she is. You are. Um, but uh, she's like, so this is going to be my olive branch. But like, that's the first move. Then they have to come and apologize to me at my own birthday party and thank me for inviting them. And, and then Catherine we'll be cool. is lit before anyone gets there. She's, yeah. Her face is peeling because she did a retinal. Okay. If I know anything about skincare, it's like you don't start a new regimen like right before like a big event. I'm sorry. It, the peeling shouldn't be happening. She's either using way too high of like a retinol. Well, just look like she like... It, wiped her makeup off. It looks like she was in a saw escape trap and she had to remove herself with her mouth and it was just like it was bloody just, and red. She just looked out of it. It was very disturbing. But yeah, it just was not a good night for her. She and um her she and Cleb got into a huge fight. Okay, we need and to then talk she about goes it. over <laughs> and has a huge fight with Naomi. Uh the girl is a garbage fire. Uh, okay, also does she, her, her boyfriend's name. Okay, we. Oh, how she fully calls him Caleb. Is it? It's not Caleb. It's Cleb. It's Cleb. It's Cleb. His mother on the phone kept calling him Cleb. I'm gonna take her word for it. Over. I mean, maybe he lets her. Maybe he goes by Caleb in Charleston because they're all idiots and they can't like figure out how to say someone's name. That's that always that's makes even me remotely. Unique. That makes me so mad. It's like, it's like learn someone's name. How hard is that? How hard is it to like, and honestly, I just have a feeling that's what's it, going on is that he had to ugh. say just Kayla because people are just, because they're idiots. stupid. Okay. So well, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, but still, like, okay. He's your boyfriend. You live together. You want him to be your husband. I'm assuming like say his name properly. Yeah. But Catherine like blows up at Naomi at the end of this party. Cause she's blackout drunk and she's mad that club was talking with Vanita and she's like, those are the enemies. It's very, who did this recently? Oh, it's very Caroline Stanbury on Dubai, oh, Dubai 100%. being like, you can't just because you are my partner and you just like hanging around those people is going to piss me off. And I hate that kind of blind grow loyalty. Up, guys, grow like, up. You should trust your partner to be like, if, if I have a beef with someone and my like partner is going to go over and have a conversation, I trust it enough to be like, they're making a conscious, clear decision to maybe make amends and figure something out. Like I, if I'm upset about it, I'll let them know that later, but I'm not going to cause a scene at a party and make myself look even worse. And again, like, Cutting through all of that and seeing the intention that my spouse is just trying to make things right. And yes. Try, like, wouldn't you want someone like that yes. next to you in your life? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's exactly. Just, and she's like, you're not supporting me. And he's like, that's all he's doing. He's being the peacemaker and trying to support you. I, I don't. For, I don't. I don't. Their whole relationship it, seems like a setup. It seems so. It, I hate to say he it. He actually does seem like to genuinely care about her, which is crazy to me. But, but I feel like she's using him. I oh, hate to say 100%. it. 100%. I feel like she's using him. No one else is going to be with that girl she's a nut job um 
And then, yeah, I mean, we've already sort of touched on this, but just the way that, especially Austin, they just all really want to poke holes in Craig's life and in his story and make it seem like he's being shady and being a liar just because he's doing well and and is, like, prospering. It's really obvious, and it's tired. Like, when Shep and Austin went on a double date with Olivia and uh, Taylor. uh, Taylor... Austin flat out says like I don't know if I don't know it to be true but like I could totally see it because that's Craig's MO it's like you're his friend yeah so yeah at this so this double date in episode two it shows basically Austin's like all true of the colors. cards yeah because basically Austin wants to it seems like Austin thinks he's top dog now okay I'm just gonna be 100% real I think Austin's like I'm Shep's new right hand man I'm this guy Craig is now beneath me. Basically, they think Craig is like not a man because he works at a retail store for his pillows and they don't, he doesn't hang out with them enough. And he's like, I'm working, come hang out at the store. Like I've told you, cause I'm always at the store and they're like, what man would want to hang out at a retail establishment? Like they, cause they just want to go to a bar it's instead. It's so gross. They could drink at the store. Yeah. They're, they're just toxic dudes that yeah. you know what I mean it's just classic but it's yeah stereotype but Austin's like yeah Austin thinks Craig is less than so he's like oh I know who Craig is and like I'm gonna keep Craig below me and less than me because I'm still stuck in this same phase and he's excelling he's you know but I know the real him and he's like this you know it's very frustrating the two of them are just see. upset that they're not the stars of the show anymore and that, yeah. that Craig especially after Summer House and being with Paige and yeah he his star is rising and they don't like it. It's really it's just high school. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But again, like this is such a good show. It's even better than I remember it from you know the pandemic season that we had. Uh, we're gonna get more from Madison and her wackadoodle engagement that's coming down the pike. It looks like Craig and Sheps and Austin's friendships are gonna continue to fracture and they're gonna continue. Well, to sp- and, and then spread we, apart. we also got another new cast member in episode two. We got Marcy, who's going to be joining the cast. I like her. This is Shep's cousin. She's evidently mega rich. Like, I'm thinking she's richer than Patricia. Because Patricia was impressed that she was part of the Jupiter Island Club. Oh, really? Which I I was going to do research into it. And let me tell you, I did not. Speaking of which, I did some research for something on another show, which we will get to. But I just reminded myself of it. Um, See, I wasn't sure if she was going to be like a full-fledged new cast member or just like a person that pops in. No, I think she's going to be like, she's going to be recurring because now she's, she's just moved to Charleston. She's going to be Patricia's neighbor. She lives in the same neighborhood. So, and she used to go out and party with them a lot. And she used to, like she said, she used to be in love with Austin before she met her husband, which I think is going to be, something's going to happen there. I think, you know, but now she wants to see her with Olivia. Uh Um, Also, Olivia getting involved in in all the drama at this, at this other party. I, I get where she was coming from. Where she's like, if people were talking about me, I'd wanted someone to defend me or at least say my point of view. And she is better friends with Catherine. It seems like, yeah. So I get where she's coming from, but I also appreciate that when she like kind of stepped into the fire, she was like, you know what? I'm, I'm not getting into it. This isn't my place. But I, I and then, but at the same time, it's like, girl, you were, you walked into this, you start it, you should finish it. But I think she had enough respect for Naomi and the rest of the ladies to be like, okay, actually I don't want to do this. And this is not someone I need to be defending. But I also think she also was like, oh, I'm new to this. I jumped in too, too hot. Like, I I for I didn't realize like what it feels like to jump in like this on TV yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think she's like, oh, you have to be fully prepared to just jump in when we're being filmed. <laughs> yeah, and people were going crazy. But I do like Vanita coming up and apologizing to her. I I think Vanita is going to be a really good 
peacemaker. Uh, yeah, I think she's going to kind of play this role. Also, she makes how much being an influencer? Six, six seven figures. She's seven figures. I Holy was like, shit. That's crazy. crazy. Like, I mean, it, it makes sense. But also, I feel like Charleston's the perfect place to be an influencer because it's like there's so many like backdrops. I mean, you've got like all these cute <laughs> little like houses and stores and everything's like bright. A thousand just, places to take a fucking good picture. Exactly. So I'm just, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm interested. I'm into this Naomi versus Olivia storyline. I mean, she, Olivia did call Naomi Regina George. So we're going to see. I don't think, I think Naomi, people are trying to make her the villain and I don't think she's going to be the season. No, I, I, again, I, I like her, you know, I don't, I don't like her and Craig. I think that that's, you know, and that's fine. But she, on her own, as a character, I, I, there's a lot about her I, I like so far. Yeah. As someone it, who's just meeting her. And it was nice to see her do the one-on-one with Craig and be like, this yeah. is what Austin said to me. And it was really rude and it made me feel like this. And Craig having the decency to say, you know what? I would never say that about you. And like, that's not what I told him at all. And obviously he's trying to make me feel bad. And then him being like, I wish you could meet, like, I wish you could have met like the new me. Yeah. Like I, I am getting emotional about about it again because I thought it was so touching and beautiful for him to be like, I know that I was not great and yeah. I wish I could have met you now. Like you, you would be so proud of me and like her recognizing that and like, it, they're not going to be together, but like them, they realize they've both played such a big role in each other's lives. Yeah, I don't know. It was just really beautiful to see that like mature step between the two of them. I'm crying. I'm sorry. Well, no, but like, you're right. Especially it when was, like, after well, all these years, it's really and beautiful. It's, like, it's nice to see that it's possible to grow up in this environment because you've got a whole other cast of like the other half of, it's really funny. You have half of the group that's really like thriving and trying to like push the boundaries of like who they are. And then you have the people that just want to just dig in and be like, I'm a piece of shit and everyone's going to have to deal with it for the rest of their for lives. For the rest yeah. of their goddamn lives. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the season. It's going to yeah, be great. I, I'm really into Southern charm. I think it's really great. Yeah. I'm, it's a blast. All right, should we knock out our housewives for the week? Who first? Um, let's go to Atlanta. Okay. And you know what? Uh, let's start with this. And this is a thing, a very timely conversation to have. Um, Sonia. Um, and it's also a message for Drew as well. Um, Sonia, whatever you want to fucking do in terms of having children is ever whatever you want to fucking do. Totally get that you're married. Totally get that, yes, you have a husband and you're going to consult him and you're going to make a plan together. But if you don't want to have a child, you do not, not you do not have to have one. Period. End of report. And Drew, I would rethink your philosophy on pleasing your husband, especially when he has completely ruined you and you haven't figured, I mean, you haven't seen it. You don't, you don't know it yet. You haven't seen it yet for yourself. But it was so crazy to me. Watch her with this crazy brainwashed look on her face. Go, oh, but that's what your husband wants. You got to please your husband. Oh, you really should rethink that. And seeing Sonia go, girl, what about what I want? What about what I need? Like, yeah. why is it just what the man wants? What, like, what's the deal here? And her being, oh, got to rethink that. It just, again, and I haven't run, I haven't really been loving Sonia the last couple of weeks, but like, this episode kind of turned me around a little bit and I just wanted to just say, if anyone's listening that knows her, tell her, support her, whatever the hell she wants to do is what she's going to fucking do. Yeah. Period. End of report. Um, really wild way to start the episode, I thought. But, you know, Sonya's got a lot of layers. Her um, life's got layers. Lots of layers. Um, 
Speaking of the drop it with Drew event, <laughs> um, okay, this makes total sense. It this, all clicked. It, I was yeah. like, okay, yeah, 24-day transformation. We see these franchises everywhere. <laughs> I have, like, a distant cousin somewhere who's done one of these, like, challenges and posted it on the internet. Where, like, you all buy in, you weigh yourself, then you go to these workouts every day and compete for the most weight loss, and then you win prizes. Right. She just rebranded it as drop it with Drew and was like, we're just going to put Drew's face on well, it. Well, no, she just, this woman developed this 21 day like boot camp in Chicago. And, and it's like, it's like if someone, uh, you know, like at 45 in California. No, or yeah, it's, it's no literally or like CrossFit, right? No, it's no, it's these 21 day transformation things. They are a franchise. It's like an actual like thing that you buy online. Like they, they have them in my hometown. Yeah, they have them everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. So she just made one of these and was like, I'm going to use the money to bring on a celebrity endorsement, which is Drew, which now makes sense why Drew knows nothing of this business and right. why we're like, okay. But I don't think ever, it's like, Drew was never really like, I don't know. It's like, she wasn't, I think that Drew thought that like, it wasn't a big, like her business with this person was like on the level. I don't think ever Drew ever said that she was like made up the workouts and made up the, well, I think she was I don't know. Well, no, I think, I think Sonia gets it right. She was like, okay, so your name is part of your, you know, you're a, like basically an investor in this company and you're you helping know, this woman kind of, yeah, like, you're doing this, but you're, brand but you're not an entrepreneur. You're not, you didn't develop this no, business, no, and you which is what she was. She was like, oh, I co-founded this company with this, like this business with this woman. And they're like, well, no, you didn't. You just put your name on this business. Yeah. Like you help, you're trying to help her take off what she created. Yes. Yes. Like, I think that, <laughs> Drew is just I think she's trying to hold on to whatever shreds, shreds of positivity in her life that she can hold on to and working on this business with this woman I think is just giving her a little bit of a boost so I think yeah. she's like no one's gonna pop my motherfucking bubble when it comes to this drop it with Drew stuff because I've already got enough to deal with with Ralph so forget it um, but yeah it just it, it just seemed a little ridiculous the whole thing um, love I, her though I want to talk her. Okay, I want to talk about when they were at Sweat House at the beginning really quick because um, I want to get into Sheree, but... So pissed at Sheree and Marlo. I'm sorry. Okay. I am. One, I get where both Sheree and Candy are coming from. I get Sheree being like, dude, we've been friends for years. We're currently on a show together. You know something's up. Just a text being like, hey, I hope you're doing... Saw the news. Hope you're doing sure, okay. I'll give you that. I get, I get that. Totally. Which, personally, I can't read your mind. I don't know what you need. We're not, you know, they're not best friends. See, this is me. This they're is, not, you yeah. know, they're not, you know. If they had not been on the show together, they would not be friends at all. Exactly. Let's be honest. They were never in. Yes, they were sh the, the short girl crew, whatever. Yes, the smalls. Ten years the ago. The talls and the smalls, which, by the way, it's so funny because they brought up the talls and the smalls. And uh, not safe for your boyfriend is rewatching Atlanta right now. And they oh were my just God, talking I'm about the obsessed. talls and the smalls. And I was like, oh my gosh, what a throwback. But um, I'm sorry. But yes, th that was 12 years ago, yes. Sheree. Like, come on. And I completely agree with Kenny being like, where the fuck have you two been for me? You have not been going above and beyond for me. And I have my own shit too. So please, yes. let's not. And then of course, Marlo and Sheree know that she's right. So they go, oh, we'll all be better. We'll all be better. It was yeah. ridiculous. Well, yeah, Candy... Candy's like, you also like, I was waiting for you to reach out to me. Like if, if something's up, let us know, uh, which I, I appreciate Candy for saying like, I'm not a mind reader. No. Let me know what's up. You can, I literally wrote in all caps. No, Marlo, you cannot expect people to read your mind. <laughs> but Sheree, Sheree is showing off these, uh, she by Sheree water bottles. 
There's a yoga mat. She's got leggings. There's all these things that she's coming out with, with She by Sheree. Now, what, what, if I, if I said go to SheBySheree.com to learn more, what would you expect on the website? This, this, this website does not exist. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you expected more. I'm sorry. I, again, I do, I love Sheree. I love, and part of what I love is, is this whole fantasy of she by Sheree and will it, will it happen? Will it not? I just, I want to know where she's getting all this funding to spend all this extraneous money on like trying these ideas out. And why can't you just, God, she and Sonia Morgan, it's like, why can't you just give us some product? So I, some product. I went on the website immediately as I was watching the episode. Oh, so this was the research project you did. This was the research project I did. Spill. Give it to me. There is nothing. There is photos. (laughs) It's like a wellness blog, maybe. There's no about. There's nothing to... I can't find anything about clothes. All I could do is sign up for updates. So I signed up for updates. Sheree. I was like, if I could pre-order something, I would have. If there was a water bottle on there, I would have bought it. Like, how hard is it? I could make an Etsy store tomorrow with She by Sheree product. Tomorrow. (laughs) Girl, what are you waiting what for? What are you waiting for? Like, what? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. It's making me really upset. I'm not going to lie. No, because a, a yoga mat, I would, I would, I need a new yoga mat. And I'm sorry, but like every, every like real estate company in the world knows a guy that can make you a fucking we water bottle. We have hot and bravo t-shirts. That's what I'm saying. It, this is not hard to make. So just make something and put it on a fucking website. Like, just do it. It's too much. It's too much for me. I don't know. Maybe her money's all tied up in whatever uh, got Tyrone in jail. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, no, right. um, we meet a new cast member, Moneta. Oh, she seems cool. She seems very cool. Neo's baby mama. We love to see love it. To I love it. I love a good Neo moment. Love that. But that's how they met. I think she's very cool. She's she's seems funny and like down to earth and she seems like more chill than the rest of the ladies, which I'm vibing with. I think we need like a chill person because everyone else in this cast is psychotic. Psychotic. Like, she matches Candy's energy. Like Candy's chill. But yeah, and I like that. I like that they're again, we yeah, a strong need, grounding like, force. I'm looking for Candy to have a partner in crime. She had Cynthia. Even though they weren't super close, she had another like calming force in the group. Yes. She needs at least one more. Um, um because oh my god. I mean Marlo, I love her, but for her to sit there and go, Kenya is so terrible to me. She's so mean to me. I never go after Kenya's family or her looks. Love Bravo for like putting together a package showing Marlo doing just that. Um, you both play dirty and you yeah. play the same game. Stop pretending like you're not. And I, I, I don't know. I just feel like Kenya. Rec- I feel like Kenya is just a little bit more, a little bit more mature. Yeah. Just ever so slightly because Ken just walks away and goes, you know what? I'm not doing this. Where Marlo will not. She can't leave. Off. She can't. Yeah. Marlo can't she can't leave this situation. A, a dead horse die. Which, by the way, preview for next episode, she kicked the boys out of the house. What? You Can you see that? I did. But like, how old are they? They're like 13. They're did- fine. Not like she, I'm sure it's like she needs, she's like, get out of the house for like an hour. Yeah. You come back for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Which a hundred percent I would do. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like if they're driving me I, I will be, I will be doing that in the future. I'll be like, <laughs> you need to leave this house. You were kicked out of the house for an hour and a half. Go wherever. Be back for dinner. Yeah. Crazy. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I also, the only other thing, the other note I wrote down is when, um, <laughs> when Sheree called Drew, 
that Drew was looking like a bus can of biscuits, I fucking died. Literally uh, just pictured an open can of like Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> the one that you hit on the side and there's like... Yeah. It's like, okay, now it's open. Also, so scary about Candy's house getting broken into <gasps> by that guy who was like claiming he was T.I.'s son. It was And so Beyonce weird. is like backup dancer. Like, what the fuck? What is going on here? Crazy. But I love that the, the babysitter handled it all. Like, that's that woman. Amazing. Kudos. Okay, what are we going to talk about next? Oh, obviously Beverly Hills, right? Yeah, it was a good episode. Um, Yeah, it was solid. I mean, Diana, holy crap. Okay, we'll get to Diana. We'll get to that later, but like, wow. I want to talk about crystal because this episode made me fall in love she's got such a great family yeah she's got such a great family rob i (laughs) cannot say enough about rob this episode i was like okay uh do i want to marry rob norfolk norfolk no norfolk and the kid was like dad dad knew exactly what he was doing and it was so norfolk It was so, I, he, like, you know, Rob was trying, like, that kid will never forget that moment for the rest of his life. No. And Jeff, with the hairdryer, while she's trying to do confessional, was. I love my brother. I love my brother. So I love my brother. funny. I was like, this, I want to see a show just like. Keeping up with the Minkoffs. Yeah. Or meeting up with the Minkoffs. Perfect. Yeah. Give, give me more. I, I love, I want to see more of Hip Hop Rob. Like, Hip Hop Rob. Okay. <laughs> okay. I hate to say this, but like, I, I think I love Rob Minkoff so much because. I think I am Rob Minkoff. Like the, the mispresentation uh, for jokes, I, the like at the party, yes. like let's get in the soul train, yes. like just everywhere with everyone. I yes. think, I think that's why I'm like, I want to be with you because I am you. I totally agree. <laughs> you are, you two are peas in a pod. I love Rob. <laughs> He's great. I, and I love that whole scene. I thought that was wonderful. I also, speaking of family, I loved seeing Dorit's mom. She is gorgeous. And I just, I think that's what Dorit needs right now. Yes. I think she needs her mom. Family time. Her. Um, okay. We got to get into the Diana stuff because it, it was basically the talk of the entire episode. It's the whole episode. Okay. So it all starts with a text message because Garcelle's having her birthday. She invited everyone, including Denise, which we'll get into, but she invites everyone to this party. And then Garcelle's like, okay, I got this text message from Diana saying, basically I'm bleeding out. Because I partied with you guys this weekend, which I shouldn't have done bad on me. But now I've been bedridden and I'm losing all this blood and which makes sense would make sense because she did like lose. She had to give it like a stillborn birth. Yeah. Right. Very re- like 12 weeks ago. So right. like her body probably is completely out of whack. Totally. She probably pushed it too far. She's like, so I won't be able to make Garcelle, which she spelled wrong, which they all point out party. I wouldn't, but I wanted to like bring that up because I didn't want to be rude. I don't want, she would think I was rude. Okay. Breaking (laughs) this down. I, I will give her passes all the way up until I wouldn't want her to think I'm rude. Like if she had said everything, so I won't be able to make it to Garcelle's even spelled wrongs party. Cut signed. Fine. Yeah. The Garcelle misspelling. If she hasn't learned it yet, that's okay. But by her adding on, I wouldn't want Garcelle to think I was rude is basically being like, Garcelle's a petty bitch. Yes. And I don't want her to make up rumors about why I'm not there. Yes. A hundred percent. But she still shows up to the party. I know. It doesn't make any sense. And she and her husband look ridiculous in their outfits. And 
here's the thing is like, I totally get her not liking Sutton and not wanting to sit with her on the plane. And so being like, Oh no, go fucking sit over there. I don't want to sit with you. That is all fair to me. I think that's fine. However, Sutton as flawed as she is really is in that moment at the end of the episode, trying to make amends and trying to Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, figure out what, how she and Diana can come to some sort of truce. And the, the, unabashed little bitchy like fuck you-ness that Diana just sits there and just starts to make fun of Sutton is so mean and nasty I'm just I was appalled I mean it's amazing it's great television and it totally the button on the end where she goes oh you wanted a villain here I am like it's um, it's I'm eating it up but she just will not relent and then Garcelle comes over Kyle comes over and she's ready to like she's like I don't I, what the quote she said earlier it was um Oh, what'd she say? She goes, I don't do jabs. I do the nukes. She's right. She's like, she's either demure and kind yeah. and wonderful and polite, or she's going to fucking kill Destroy you. you. Yes. There's no middle ground. So I can't believe I was feeling bad for Sutton, but I, I was. I mean, I, I did have to laugh at Sutton for the one moment when she was like, maybe Jesus came. Jesus <laughs> still heals. That is so funny. Oh my God. She's like, she's like, maybe Jesus still heals. You know, I was I, like... I hate Sutton. I, well, I don't hate Sutton. I strongly dislike her. Also, I keep when I keep seeing this assistant, I'm like, no wonder Kathy said something. Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Oh my god, that is hilarious. But you know I'm right. I know you're right. No, but that's- um, but <laughs> dark. Um, also, real quick about Diana. Did you know? Like, did you catch that one thing where? Her bag was sitting on the table alone, just sitting there with her back turned. She goes, "Oh, wait, grab the bag. The um, uh, grab the bag. It's four million dollars or something." It wasn't. It was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, gra- oh yeah, grab grab the bag. It's a, it's like whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, you want me to put it in the car?" She goes, "Ah, no, just keep an eye on it." Like it's no big deal. Well, if she Kyle lost was it. freaking out because Kyle saw the bag and was like, I-, "I know exactly what kind of bag this is." And then. Okay, I'm not. We're not celebrating Diana because she has been posting a lot of stuff on social media that's not great that I want to talk about in a second. Oh, I didn't know. Um, I I I'll let you know in just a second. Um, but it's it's not great. Um, but uh, I did have to laugh at being like, okay, this crazy person who is literally like all talking about like, oh, you know, I lived from nothing, blah, blah, blah. The only thing she took when she with the Malibu fires was like all her, of her Birkins and jewelry, which honestly, her Birkins are diamonds in her banks. That's probably the most expensive stuff in her house. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I so, like, really, I mean, I was like, at first I was like, okay, this is silly. But then I was like, I thought about if it more. They're and anywhere I was like, from 50 grand to 200 million or not 200 million. If like, they were from 50 grand to $2 million, like I would, I would, that's how you rebuild your house. If yeah, you don't have like, you, you know, sell I mean? your Birkin. Yeah, exactly. So I would have done that too. So that didn't, I, I, that's cash sitting there. So I got that too. So the Birkin cake, by the way, looked delicious. Yes. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd let anyone cut into it. Though. I want cake though. I was making me very, very hungry. But yeah, Diana, like I liked her until this episode and now I, I, I don't know what to do. Again, doesn't mean I like sudden, but it's just, it's, it's disheartening. So, so now what? Tell me about the social media stuff. So she posted this note on Instagram. It's still up, by the way. If you guys want to see it, it's on her Instagram. She said, Dear Garcelle, next time you go on national television, why don't you educate viewers on how many times I went to Haiti, your home country? Why don't you tell them how many 
planes full of first aid and medical supplies I sent to Haiti. Why don't you tell viewers how many millions of dollars I've given to your country? A woman from Bosnia did that. Also, you could have mentioned all the money I've given and everything I have done for women's rights in Congo and other 100% black communities. You're very familiar with all the work I have done for human rights all around the globe. What does that have to do with anything? Anything. What does it's, that have to do with anything? And that's why I'm like... You were being a bitch and so Garcelle got up and walked away from you because you were acting like a teenage girl. Yes. And I'm like, oh, so all Diana sees is race. Like, kinda. It kinda was... Th- I mean, I'm not shocked, but... That was like a very interesting. It to was me. just that's bullshit, Diana. You were acting like a petulant. You came to her birthday party when you said you weren't coming. Yeah, and then you sat there and instead of trying to make good with Sutton, you acted like you, an asshole. And then Garcelle came over to like stop because you guys are at her birthday. Yeah, and then you were rude to her when Garcelle's really never done anything but defend her friend. It's it. I don't know. And her it really giving, bummed me out how she was being said. Ugh. It, she was being very rude. And also her bringing her book and being like, that's a very good gift. That's very limited edition. Like they don't. I was like, girl, you probably have like 300 in your house. So like calm down. Um, but Kyle, are we going to talk about are we going to talk about Kyle and the splits? Um, Is well, it out you, of control at this point? Absolutely not. I say do it as many times as you want. Because Garcelle was not about it at her party. No, not at her party. No. But um, Kyle. Like, I've just noticed in these big heated arguments, whether she's a part of them or not, but she'll, she'll, like, she'll uh, contribute. She's a little overserved. Oh, she's definitely like, been she, drinking like, Especially more. in this episode when she was trying to talk to Diane and Sutton, she, like, she was always get her delayed yeah, a she moment. Get her words yes. out fast enough. I agree. I'm like, what's going on there? I mean, we're seeing it firsthand, but yeah, no, I aspire to be, you know, that I, I fucking love her. You know, that I've been doing my, stretches <laughs> yes you you love a plan you love a six-week program you love a challenge I love so drop it with eddie drop it with drew <laughs> eat it like wait you should actually we exercise should do it on with TikTok, eddie. we should do like a hot and private tiktok where we drop it with eddie and you just do a split challenge every uh, day from now until the end of atlanta until atlanta um just is a, over. every day a clip of me just in the splits okay yeah because i'm trying i'm trying to get, like, trying to get middle me. splits <laughs> why I don't know, just because I feel like I need that flexibility. And it would be really, it's, the more I do the stretches for the middle splits, the better all my weightlifting has been. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Like, I can get, like, full, like, in, deep into my squats, like, all, like, this. Okay, I don't need to talk about this. But, like, I've been hitting more PRs. Than no, the, that's the great, though. Been, that's, yeah. well, that's great. Well, then, you know. And what? honestly, also, this is going to sound so bad, and I do not support him at all, but I saw a video of Jake Paul literally just dropping into the splits everywhere across the country, and I was like, that would be hilarious if I could just oh do that. Oh my god! Just be like at a party and be like, "Oh, I dropped something," and then just drop it. We the gotta splits. move to Ultimate Girls Trip before I. Okay, two more things you. before Beverly Hills before we leave. <laughs> two more things. Go. We met Cherie, which is uh, Garcelle's oh, yeah, friend, Garcelle's of who friend is going who, to be yes. Will Smith's ex. Yes. Very crazy hearing them talk about Will pre-Oscars. Yes. But yeah, so that she's going to be a friend of this season. They previously she announced seems really her. Cool. She seems cool. She seems nice. She's part of that Sutton Garcelle team. So I'm excited that we have more people kind of forming on that side. Um, Erica also really needs to get control of her drinking. I think she is drinking on medication. Medication. And she, yeah, she, uh, th- I'm not surprised this is happening, but it is a little concerning. And her just going on and on about Denise and Garcelle being like, girl, I get it. I understand. Shut up. 
Yes. Okay. I hate when people like me. Yeah. That is my least favorite thing is like when I'm talking to someone and they're drunk and you're like, I agree with you. No, I agree with you a hundred percent. And they still are like trying to argue with you. It's like, yeah. shut up. It's like, no, no, no. Like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm here with you. Yeah. We don't need to discuss that it any kind further. Of happened a little bit at ultimate girls trip. Oh, you want to move to Ultimate? Yeah. Let's move to ultimate. No, girls but like trip. it kind of did. If you think about it. Cause like Dorinda went ape shit soberly went ape shit about the signs in the room about having food in the room. And Tamara was like, okay, I hear you. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I, I yeah. for, And again, this is day two, day two. And Tamara's like, no, I hear you. Okay, got it. And Dorinda went on and on and on. Got meaner and meaner and meaner. And by the way, Dorinda put food in all of their rooms. Okay. We're getting into Ultimate Girl Stripes. But let's start with this. Go for it. No, I agree. Yeah. So this whole Dorinda rule thing is so ass backwards that I cannot even function. I, it's pissing me off on such like a, like, molecular level because well I think the assistant said it the best where he was like yes I I was aware that there are rules here at Bluestone Manor I just assumed they would be taken away this weekend well that's because they're ridiculous there's I mean they're not 100% ridiculous her for this weekend for this weekend yes for this home she is 100% in her rights to be like absolutely no food upstairs absolutely no shoes upstairs absolutely none of this but if you open up your home to a reality TV show that you're filming you can't have – you can try to enforce those rules, but then how are you enforcing those rules when you're deliberately breaking those rules by putting shoes? You're giving people, like, full pajama outfits in their – first of all, in their house, which, okay, the slippers are already upstairs. I get it. Fine. It's your house shoe. But putting cupcakes in your room and then being like, you can't eat in your rooms. Letting the butler come up and hand deliver yogurt to the rooms and being like, but you can't eat in the room. It's psychotic. And then again, it's only the second day. And to get so angry and nasty and like to go after Tamara, who she is as a person, within 30 seconds, like it's great. I, I, if I were Tamara, I would have probably gotten upset too. So here is my theory. Sorry, I just got really lightheaded for a second. Oh, took a deep breath. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like cut off some circulation. Ooh, okay. But back to what I was talking about. Um, My theory is Dorinda is so pissed at Vicky, but knows she can't go for Vicky again. Mm-hmm. Because now, you know, there's there's some sympathy for Vicky and like everyone is kind of over the Vicky and Dorinda fight. Totally. What's the next best thing? You go for her partner in crime. And she's already mad that these two are branching off. So she's like, all right, I've already dealt with Vicky. No matter what, I need to go after Tamara next. Because Tamara's pissed me off. She's These two are the ones that are making this weekend bad. So she used the room thing to go after Tamara. 100%. Tamara. And it was really... It, I forgot how mean and nasty and manipulative and gaslighty Dorinda can be mm-hmm. because she tried to turn it around and make it seem like it was all Tamara. Like it was all Tamara's fault. Cause then Tamara gets upset. Dorinda comes back and then immediately Dorinda, it was scary to see her flip a switch, start crying and go, well, what about me? Why are you made me upset? You yeah. being upset is upsetting me. Like, well, it was psychotic. And then of course Tamara runs upstairs upset, which I would have done as well. I, if I were Tamara, I wouldn't have done the workout either, especially when Dorinda said, don't, don't come, come to the workout. Yeah. And you think she's just going to, Vicky's not going to go with her? Like It, it's, it was too bizarre. And then later at the lunch, the tea party for Dorinda to go after the two of them, to go after their friendship, to kind of, then to sort of split them apart, to sort of defend Tamara. Like, 
I were I was reminded why Dorinda was asked to take a break because she in this new phase in her life without Richard and with alcohol, she is just nasty as hell. Yeah. And I, if I were production, I'd be like, you know what? There's only so much we can take. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really upsetting to see because I do think there's so much like so Brandy wonderful said, things about Dorinda. Yeah. I, but I do think these three, I think Brandy's correct are trying to out housewives each other, but I also think Brandy is as well. Um, oh, but we'll get are. to that. That's why they're on the show. But it, it, Andy did confirm that he told Dorinda that she was on pause. If it was I was talking to, to Dorinda, lines. I would tell her that too. And I think it was because he didn't want to blow up. But yes. I think honestly, Dorinda is, I mean, we know she's going to be on legacy, so she's not ruining her chances. But if honestly, I was a producer after watching, I mean, we'll see how the season progresses, but watching this up front, I'm like, I just don't want to watch Dorinda right now. I don't want to see Dorinda on Legacy. She's going to act like this. I kind it's of agree. Not great. And I, and I agree that like Vicky's attitude has been piss poor for the past two days that she's been there. And yeah. yes, there is a reason for it. But if I, I, I agree with Eva being like, girl, like all, a lot of the drama in the past two days, you, you've been a part of it. So, you know, yeah, Dorinda's being whatever, but so are you. Like, it's not just, there's yeah. a lot of things going yeah. on here. Um, I'm obsessed with Eva and I'm obsessed with Phaedra. The two of them are just killing it. I, I am so madly in love with Phaedra. Oh my God. It's so problematic. I love her so much. No, (laughs) it's like, I kind of wish like, you know, if you know, when people are like, if you could go back and change one thing in the world, what would you change? Like, and people are like, you know, I would, I, you know, I would, you know, make sure Hitler was killed or like, I would, you know, Change this. No, I would go back and I'd tell Phaedra, girl, don't spread the rumor. (laughs) (laughs) We need you. I need to live in a world with the future. I mean, I just watched Umbrella Academy and like that's all about time travel. I would go back. Oh my God. That is the funniest thing you ever said. But she, (laughs) God, what did she say that just cracked me up? Everyone was talking about, oh, the 80s. So they were talking about uh, the 80s and the fashions and all the women are going off saying what they wore and like what they did. And Phaedra was like, I don't know. I was a kid. It was killed me she was, I, I was a little kid and see this is why I love Phaedra because like that's exa- I friends all my friends are older as you know uh <laughs> I'm kidding but this is something I this is my favorite joke uh-huh. is being like well, I was just a little baby you're <laughs> such an idiot um and uh, speaking of Eva I again just shows how cool she is where like you know she had every right to get upset with Brandy and she made the active choice to not get upset to shake it off, to go, you know what? I know you, girl, and I know you didn't mean it, but, like, do better and work on it. Like, I'm just surprised that you were coming for me, but we're good. That kind of grace is awesome, and I think for Brandy, it's going to go a long way. I think if more of the women could try to just do, do a little more of that, it would be good. But also, I wish Brandy would behave a little bit better. Okay. I'm glad we got a little less of her craziness this episode, just a little bit less, because I was afraid if it was going to be, like, this all – the whole time I was like, forget it. But so this whole, like on the mangina run around, this is, this is typical. Like, cause in my baby Scorpio phase, I used to do this as well. And I know Brandy has not evolved at all, but like <laughs> the lying manipulation being like, well, no, you don't understand. Like what I was actually trying to say in this yes. situation was this. And like, I think I just said it wrong. And like, I don't, you don't understand my intentions. Eva's sitting there as a fellow Scorpio being like, bitch, I know this game. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're doing. Yeah. And like, I appreciate it because at the end of the day, when a Scorpio is doing that, they are trying to make amends without making themselves look like an idiot. Yes. So she understands. She's like, 
falling on her sword in a way that's like not falling on her sword. So she's like, girl, I'm going to just like, I'm going to let this one slide. Yeah. Which I love. Um, totally. Totally. Vicky taking her pills. It has to be. A circus. Act. No, I think she's doing it on purpose for the cameras. Oh, 100%. Her being like, oh, 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 oh. you know me. I could dry swallow four large pills. Yeah, you're easily a like this. It's, it's, it's no problem for me. So the fact that she is like gagging over one, I'm like, girl. It's it's an act. I think no, it's an act. She's a, but you know what? I will say when when the whiskey tasting and the bourbon tasting gets going, and she gets that look in her eye and is like, "Whoop it up, Vicky!" I'm like, "Yes, finally! This is what we love, I, and this is what we've been waiting for." I'm I'm team. I gotta say, at the end of the day, at the end of this episode, I was like, "I'm team Vicky and Tamara. I'm anti Dorinda." Me too. I when me Vicky too had that whisk or bourbon and was like. Oh, I'm going to whip it up tonight. I'm going to show these ladies how it's done. Yes. I was like, bring, get us to Andale's. I cannot wait for the night that she hosts because, you know, she's going to do a Mexican fiesta. Yes. Whoop it up Andale night. Yes. She's going to bring Puerto Vallarta all the way up to okay, Bluestone then Manor. My, then my question for you then is who do you think, because you know that Trace Amigas are going to make another appearance. Which of the ladies are they going to make the, tra- the third Amiga? It's Brandy. You think so? No, it's been confirmed. Oh, that, it like, was confirmed. It's been confirmed that those three end up becoming like, well, you know, it's already happening because at the end of oh, this Tamara episode, and, yep. uh-huh. Tamara and Brandy, even though Brit Tamara was like, oh, I'm not going to give Brandy the lane of day. And then now she's like, oh, I love Brandy. We're the Getting drunk with Brandy, what could go wrong? It's they're like, literally going to, they're going to have their Denise and Brandy moment. Brandy oh, is going to, yes. Brandy is infiltrating every housewife. She's like, <laughs> I did Beverly Hills. Next Next is OC. Next after that, and then Salt she's Lake. like, she's like, and then I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna find Heather gay, and I'm gonna make her gay. <laughs> Even though it's probably gonna be Whitney Rose who's gonna make out with her first. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Um, oh my God, I also okay. I love Jill Zarin so much. I love her trying to finagle her way onto Eva's podcast. No, it wasn't a podcast. It's a nationally syndicated oh, television yeah, 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 yeah. Morning, morning talk show. She is a host on a morning talk show. It, it gave me such joy because it's such classic Jill fodder. Um, and even though I know Jill was totally wrong, I still was team Jill versus her and well, Dorinda for Dorinda trying to go after her and be mean about it. I was still team Jill. I'm, I'm Ralph Lauren Cashmere oh walking out. Okay. Did you see on, did you see though on Watch What Happens Live? Brandy, they were asking like Brandy and Jill. Oh, like, who's the thirstiest housewife? Questions. And Brandy's saying, Jill? And Jill's sitting right next to her and Jill goes, me? Are you? And she's like, yeah, I'm a walking advertisement. And she's like, no, you're thirsty too. You want to be on the show? And she's like, well, so do you. And she's like, no, but you're thirstier. It's so Good. Brandy's like, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I still like you. I still roll with Jill Zarin. It's true. It really but is. She's 100 percent right. And like, I'm sorry, but when she sat with Taylor and talked about her relationship with Dorinda, it literally, I was like, Am I in? Is this is this 2010? No. Like, is this? Be- it literally was Bethany. word for word what she said about Bethany. It's yes. like her greatest hits. So this is this is the thing we've learned about Jill is if you don't respect that you came from Jill. And let people know up front, be like, Jill brought me to this group. Like, I have Jill to thank for everything. Yes. She's going to hold that grudge over your head. Yes. I didn't know where Jill was going. It was weird. I, th- I, I thought they were she was going to talk about something that happened between her and Dorinda that, that that pushed them apart or something. But no, it was literally just... I brought her on. I brought her on and and we haven't really gotten that close. And now I'm pissed about it. She was like, basically she was like, I reached out to her because I knew she was a widow and I cast her on the show. I brought her on as a friend. How nice am I? Like I'm the best person in the entire world. And now that like I'm now a widow, I thought we would reconnect, but like, she's not giving me the lady today, even though I created her. Absolutely. And it's like, 
okay, Jill, we get it. We get it. We get it. We get it. I'm, I find myself never happier than watching these ladies. Like this is no high octane I need in every single franchise. Thursdays are the day I wait for now. Yeah. Because it's Beverly Hills and no Wednesdays. Well, no. Oh, Wednesdays are Beverly Hills? Yeah. Well, I watch it on Thursdays with my Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Oh, right, right, right. Well, Wednesdays, though, is Ultimate Girls Trip Dubai and Beverly Hills. Yeah, wow. We've got a whole... God, Bravo's the middle back, of the week baby. is... Uh, and is I'm hoping there's going to be some kind of Shaw show, because we know that they've been, like, secretly maybe filming something. Yes, that's true. That's true, that's true, that's true. So, but yeah, Ultimate Girls Trip, wow, wow, Webzy. What a great show. We had so much to talk about this week. It was so I know, nice. I had so much fun. All right, well, I guess that's it yeah we mentioned it all if you aren't already subscribe wherever you're listening whether that's soundcloud stitcher google play music itunes or spotify and if you're on social media search at hot and bravo that's at h-o-t-n-b-r-a-v-o-d and we'll see you next time bye y'all